Yes, hello everyone. How's it going? What's the crack? My name is Michael and welcome back to a brand new episode of the McLav Podcast. I know it's been a while. It's always been a while. I feel like I start every episode by saying that because I don't do these regularly anymore. But I'm back and I'm in person and I've got a guest. Um, someone who I thought I'd never be able to get rid of in my entire life has followed me to England. And I'm sitting here this evening with my good mate, Black Austin. Black, what's crack? Hello. Hello, Black. Um, so we're here. For those that don't know, we're in Derby. Uh, well, you'll know by this stage now that I'm in Derby because I never give over about it. But I'm in my second year. Black's over for his PGC teaching year. And we're here of this fine Friday evening with a few bottles of Lurgan Champagne. Jesus juice. Jesus juice. Um, or Black Current if my mum's listening. Um and we're just gonna we're gonna we've hit record. We're just gonna sit for a while and <coughs> see see what the crack is. See see where the uh, see where the wine takes us. Any crack? Oh, not a lot, mate. Thanks for having me on your illustrious podcast. It's like Lurgan's version of Joe Rogan. So it's good to be here. <laughs> well, me? there's there's a few people gunning for that crown now. Um, those that will be listening, Adam and Sean are now Lurgan's number one podcast. Who? Oh yeah, I'll tell you about those. Are, those are my other friends that you don't know about. Ooh, other friends. Yeah. Ooh. Um. I'm I'm just sort of the, the part timer project now. So, yeah, um, I know you've literally lived next door to me for like twenty years, and I've had this podcast for nearly two. And well, considering you've never so much as listened to an episode, I think it's only fair that you're getting on now. Uh, well, I mean, I just don't have Spotify or the time really. You never really, you know. No, I've, I think I've had Spotify when I was in school, and that was about it. I mean, because it was free. So, mm. I'm an Apple Music man now because you know, uni days. Steve Jobs is is your guy. That's the guy who's dead, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's That's the it. Apple guy. And actually, massive question. Actually, I always wanted to ask about this. Do you get paid for doing these? Or like not even slightly. Like not even a no chance. Do you just do this as a hobby, or do you actually have to do it for like your degree? Because I know you said earlier, obviously, like you have to do one. You have them scheduled and stuff. So oh no, <coughs> it'll help. Certain like certain ones will help. Um, what some of the like ones where I interview people. So like the one where I interviewed Shane. Uh, the one in the new year, which I've got lined up to interview a journalist, the one where I interviewed uh, Curtis McCosh from Code FM, um, they'll all, they can all sort of use them for my portfolio, but they sort of like, just, how would I phrase it, dick about ones where I do with you and the ones I've done with doubt and whatever else, Abbott, you know. Like how many have you actually like did? I mean like all of them, not just I should I should know this off the top of my head, but I think this is episode 33. Some journal, not even sure of your numbers. I know. I just need to double check that. I'll double check that later in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Going to link you to Ariel Hawani, but now you're just, I don't know. Oh, you got his number, have you? No, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, absolutely no chance of this being paid for. Um, but like Adam and Sean that I was telling you about, they've got sponsors. Are they the ones who do that NFL thing or? No, 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 no that's, that's, different, that's, different that's completely. Adam and Sean, it's Adam Casey, Sean Heinemann do the ASAP podcast. They're both from Rogan. I know you're having a clue. Oblivious, mate. Um, who else from Rogan has a podcast? Um, Mickey Bartlett, obviously, is part of one. And there's one more that I can't think of. But anyway, yeah, it's all for a bit of crack. It's all for a laugh. And um, for anyone that's listening, uh, as always, thanks so much for doing so. Um, if you want to follow along, I mean, it's been an eternity since I posted anything <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, but do follow at the McLeod Podcast on Instagram. 
I put up asking for questions and I got, you know, thankfully quite a few back, which we'll, we'll get to later on. Um, but yeah, at the McLeod podcast on Instagram, uh, I do, as Blake mentioned, for the Irish NFL show, a lot of writing and stuff on there. So you can find me on Twitter with that, at michaelavery 98 And then if you have me on Facebook, I'll just, uh, I'll be sharing all this on there as well. So yeah, as I said, me and Blake's here, we're in Derby. We've been mates for way too long. You're fucking right. Uh, how many years? 20? Well, what is when I 23. So you're talking about 18 years after you stroked my denim jacket, my Zan. That's pretty much been it. Well, considering that's factually incorrect, who went home with the jacket? Me, no, no, it's your boy went. So we'll get right into it. Uh, investigative journalism from the, from the get go. Um, let me paint the picture for you. Me and Black have been friends, as I said, for now for about 18 years. Uh, we're both 23. Uh, we went to Mount Zion nursery together in Lurgan and then I moved house into a new development and then we were there about maybe six weeks and Blake and his family moved in next door and we've been pretty much at the hip since. We grew up together, we went to school together through primary school, both secondary schools that we went to and then we sort of took different paths after that and by no shock are we back together. Um Ahead. No, it's just a small world. Obviously, we started all this shit together, and now it's small considering the same way. It's small considering you know you live six meters away from it. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's so close to the point that like almost movie style, we would some nights sit out the window and talk to each other. Um, I know people might not believe that, but we actually did. Yeah, we don't call bullshit. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Uh, lived in Lurgan. Um, I'm describing this in case there happens to be anybody from here because most people will know this but in case there's anybody from Derby that are listening to this um, li- lived together went to the same part together played for the same teams together you were a swimmer and a gymnast I was a footballer and a shite talker and that's about as far as our sporting careers got yeah after maybe 16 it just went downhill from there didn't it I don't think it's ever going to go back uphill oh one. no I, I've picked up that's me <laughs> fuck now you know. oh speaking of, yeah like in terms of life, I picked in school whenever I was a head boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and things went very swiftly downhill from there, but sl- slightly back on track and li- living in the land of the Rams here in, in the Midlands. Um, oh, it's pretty much because nobody asked to take us back home, so we've been yeah. shipped off to England. Yeah. Um, Derby, no less. The England, the England, the Lurgan of England. So. <laughs> you know what? Not a bad description. So, Honestly, when you walk down that main town close to Darwin, it does remind you of you know bits of Lurgan. And as you said earlier, um, walking back to your apartment, it's Holy Land esque. Yeah, there's a lot of streets that would give off, as I described it earlier, it's Belfast but quiet. You know, streets that are like just terrace houses that are lined like the Holy Lands, but you know, there's not six by sitting on the sofa at the front drinking buck wine. It's yet a lot. No, you know, we've yet to be here over the summer, so. Oh no, we we get our influence out, but. Um, one uh, main question: What's it like, you know, being here when everything's open? Because I know obviously you were here last year, so so different, so different. Um, like last year, I just literally lived in my room, didn't leave it. Um, went to uni in my room because it was on the laptop. Um, at drank in my room, take away, you know, alcohol the whole lot, just in the room. And from where where I was standing on recording the halls, which is where I'm standing again this year. Um. I literally come out my door, went to the vent machine, went back in, would come out, go to the Sainsbury's over the road, would come back in, 
and didn't do anything else. This year, thankfully, I'm li- I'm living in a different flat. Everything's open. I have actually met a hell of a lot of people, and everyone's really sound. Um, but compared to, the, do, you, do you know what they done? They took the bloody vent machine away, boy. I actually remember you saying this as soon as you moved here. So that was like your, that was like your main, that was your main concern. Yeah. They took the fucking vending machine away. Yeah. With my fucking food and my lunch. Yeah. So and my midnight snacks. We we ten a coke and a pack of Haribos. You know, at like half eleven at night. And then I wonder why I'm not sleeping until four in the morning. Oh, just sorry, just down around here and stealing my Pepsi Max. I was, you know, as you do. Do you want, do you want it back? No. Yeah. Fine. First thing you said to me last week when you came in. I mean, too many Pepsi Max. <laughs> as if I'm the Pepsi Max man. Like. Well, I mean. I came in here last week and I asked for a drink. What'd you give me? Pepsi no, Max. Okay, I asked for a drink of juice tonight. What'd you give me? You asked for a drink of Pepsi Max? Yeah, specifically because I knew you would you offer knew you had it. That's why I didn't offer shit. For anyone in history, if they were given the choice between Dilute and Pepsi Max, it's going it's to be Pepsi Max. Unless you're just like keto as fuck and just, you know, do or, not take caffeine or sugar or sweeteners. We're getting into it. Rate your colas. I mean, oh, we usually have said, you know, like original Coke, but I yeah. think as I've got older and as I've sort of tried to like do that and stuff, I think nowadays if I drink like full sugar, full fat drinks, it almost feels like you've like a, I don't know, like... Oh, were we, were we talking about this the other night? I think we were. I mean, I can't remember three days ago, like, but I mean, it feels like there's almost like a stain yeah. over your teeth straight away from the sugar. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've never been the trusted this long with a microphone before, so I don't know what to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe that sounds a bit better for everyone listening. Um... Yeah, I love full sugar Coke. Don't like that Coke in the slightest. Love Coke Zero. Pepsi original? No. Pepsi Max? Yes. Dad Pepsi? Can't remember the last time no, I had it. We're saying actually, I was a conversation about two or three nights ago where we're saying about how was it uh, Dad Pepsi Max and Dad Coke? It gives you that like acidic feeling in the your burp. chest. It gives, no, that, that gives it, me the burp. If you drink it too quick, you almost feel like you're about to pass on. Yeah. Um, so that that was that. That was um, a conversation I didn't expect to be having today, but I'm glad we've sorted that out. And that at least now I know what to get you for Christmas. Fuck. Um, fuck was that? What was that? That was your your pan, Louis. Oh, my as they say in Irish, my wee pan fell. Um, so yeah, I'll just flip that straight back to you. How has you know this is the first time you know you've lived away from home for any extended period of time? Um, you've come to uni, you've come to do your PGCE. Uh, how you find it? I mean, it's all good now, but I mean, as I was saying to you before, I think, obviously, in terms of settling in, first time I lived away, it was it was a daunting sort of thing, like, so obviously, it took me a long time to settle in, I think I was saying to you earlier, before Halloween, I was ready for just packing it up and going home, like saying, fuck yeah. this, I'm done, and, and, you know, now that I'm on placement and stuff, it's a lot easier, I think, being out every day and doing something, it's passing the time quicker, and yeah. then, obviously, I'm starting to you know, click with assignments, all my theory is yeah. starting to click in with what I'm doing, so it's making it a lot easier, it's a lot more fun now as well, to be honest, you uh, know, you were saying earlier, it makes more sense now, so it makes it easier, exactly, so, like, you know, obviously, I always said, anybody looking to do a PGCE, make sure it's what you want to do for a start, like, I mean, if I could go back, I'd probably do something where you pay it on the job to learn, instead of having to go into class and learn about theories that really you won't use ever again, Yeah. but, no, placement's meant, um, we shout out to Balbertown and Michalover Football Club. The lads. Who I'm currently, um, I guess, teaching. Yeah. But Good luck to them. Good luck to these lads. Honestly, I've known this man way too long to know that him teaching anyone 
could be a recipe for disaster, but yeah. we'll not go into that. Oh um, no, we'll go into that because <laughs> we'll not go into that in detail. But I mean, we're into the whole coaching aspect as well. So obviously, they both played each other yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I have two placements and they both played each other. Right, off. I never even picked up on that. Yeah. So obviously, everyone else sort of has the one situated place. Yeah. But obviously, since I'm working under the ESPFA, yeah, they decided since teachers are only really in the same place in them two days a week. They give me the opportunity to work under two different teachers, so that's mad. It's mad, but in the long run, in terms of you know my actual qualification, oh yeah, the better. It's good because then I can da- I can identify di- like different teaching strategies and stuff with two different mentors, quote unquote. But it, it's nice having that like different days as well. So obviously, oh uh, yeah, you go to one place. Not going to mention where I am a certain time because then I make it done, done down the line. I jump by sixteen years. Obviously, in one group, the sort of, you know, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, they're dead on, they're fun, good to be around. Comes to after, you know, their training session and lunch, second years are just dickheads, to be honest. They're, they like, they don't, don't shut up. Whereas the next day, it's the complete opposite. you got the second years coming in, just doing their work, listening to you. Then the first years just want to just slobber at you, like. Yeah. But then you see them playing football, and they lose their head and bitch out of things. So it's... It's a mad one. Obviously, they both played. That's against so other. weird that they played against each other. I know. I think it's it's. I think it's the only case it's happened in terms of my, this PGC course. I was sending them a sort of like, a guest lead lecturer who's in charge of me. Yeah, in charge of me the piece of captain, but like, he was saying he's never sort of experienced that before. So obviously, I was. So you knew the lads on both teams. Yeah. So I went. It was in. It was played in Balper. Yeah. So obviously Balper v Mclover, and I went and just sat in the stand, and obviously. The two teachers who I sort of fall under, yeah, they went. Obviously, they'd have nothing to do with the coaching aspect of it. That's sort of taken by like sort of, you know, FA coaches. So you're yeah. talking licensed UFA FA coaches, but they went. Think one was just there, just watching the lads play, and the other was doing physio, earning a couple of quid. But it is mad to see. Like you can't really pick sides with them. Yeah. But first half, one team played brilliant. Should have won it. Second half pretty mixed bag the other team probably should have won and then I think I was saying to you last night it pissed me off the fact that one team started celebrating a draw when yeah. should have really won it like and as I replied like you know we've plenty of experience with that Um, for those that know I feel like I've turned that up too much let me turn that down again the Glentoran game not just so much the Glentoran game but more so our um entire experience of playing football Um, you know we we played for so long and lost so much. I mean, I, mean, I only played football. Wait, I was going to say, when did you join? I only played football for... I played from 2010 until... I mean, Sonny said, when did you join? Sonny said, 2010. 2010? That's when I first started playing football for a club, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Well, I mean, Sonny said. Sonny said, yeah, it was 2010, 11. What? It was just when we started first year. That's when I first played for a club. And I was actually, because of... Brandy Headley, we shout out to Brandy this, Headley there. Uh, nicest man you'll ever meet in your life. Anne Headley, nicest Conor woman Hedley. you'll ever meet in your life. Connor Headley, going to be an absolute superstar. Cleaner, I've not seen that wee girl. In I actually years. seen Cleaner last week whenever I was home. Last time I seen that wee girl was what? I said wee girl, it's like what, year below, years below? Yeah, she's 21. I met her in the burn, <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, what are you doing in this place? And then I thought, what the fuck am I doing in hey, this place? Hey, nicest family in history. Oh, unbelievable. Nicest family in history. Even when you booked their wardrobe, they were still. Nicest family in history. Yeah. <laughs> We'll not go into that publicly. What I did to the <laughs> what I did to the wardrobe, but let's just say I arrived at the house. The wardrobe was intact. I left. The wardrobe was not. 
Um, but yeah, nice wee shout out to the Headleys there. Um, nicest family in history. Continue. With I, I was just saying, obviously, the only reason why I joined is because I think we went to a birthday party or something, played indoor football. And Brandon mm. Headley basically said, if you don't join a club, I'm bringing you myself. Yeah. So, you know, Sonny said, I think Eamon was manager at the time. 2010? 2010, man. No. I'm telling you. The only reason why I remember it was that year. We would have been, 2010, we would have been, what, 12, 13? 2010, 11. So our first year of St. Paul's. What? Ah, oh, mate, we're fucking old, mate. Talking, what, what's that, 11 years? That's giving me a headache. So I played, Sunny said for a year, we went to Glenavon Aces. Yes. Went and joined Glenavon for a year. Just wasn't up to the standard to play at that level. Yeah. But I learned, learned a lot under them. Um, for, like, shout out to them. Great club. Went back in 2012, 13. And then, obviously, the year we won the league, I, sh- I took a year out and that was it. So I only played football for a club. You're talking five years, maybe. I can't believe that. By like when you said 2010, I feel like we were babies. Do you know what I mean? Like just young fellas. Young fellas, but it's, it still seems like yesterday. I mean, oh, like no, that's Javier that's Hernandez, why. Yeah. Like that, that, do you know what I mean? That. Oh my! That's God. why I remember that whole season. That's it was his first year. United. That's that's why that shocked me so much. Is because playing on Raymond Shank seems like it was yesterday, but 2010. Feels like, it, you know, it should be oh like generations ago. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I think we were saying yesterday as well, was it 2002 World Cup? We're talking about, I think there's something about football or something, like different style footballs they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, weren't yeah. shocked about how many ones that we'd actually gone through. You're talking... From World the Cup, 2002 World Cup. World Cup 2002, year 04, World Cup 06. World Cup, you know, the 2008 ball. World Cup 2010, the big Doherty, Jagalani. What was the 08 ball? I can't, I can't remember what it looked like, but it was the year Spain won it. And it was the year we went to Down v Dublin, actually, in Clonus. Down v Armagh. What I say? Down v Dublin. I'm Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was Down v Armagh. That was the day of the Isotonic Legacy of Sports. But Shout out to Martin Lowry. Uh, it's actually his birthday today. Oh, happy so birthday, Martin. when this goes out, it will, is, it will have been his birthday last night. Do your family like listen to this or just like, um, you don't know, do you? Well, I mean, we're 18 minutes in. I don't know if anyone's got this far. They might listen to the first three minutes when I was just Michael and Blake talking oh, shit. Fuck. Blake, that's the baby with big ears. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's next door's problem. <laughs> nice wee simultaneous sip there from the boys. Oh. Um, Who Bruce? So, Armagh versus Down, Clonus, 2000 and Flip knows when? Eight. 2008. Day of the Euro final when. Was it really? Yeah, because that's how I know, because we missed it. I think we found, out, we found out in the way home that Torres has scored against Germany? Tur- was Germany or Turkey? Who got the final that year? Germany. Tell you what, I'll Google it for you right now. Um, 2008 it, European Championship final. Yeah, that was the start of Spain's either, three tournament run. Aye, so what, you're talking a four-year period there, just pretty much being best. Aye, but then you're the one Euro 2012 as well. Four years, you dick. Uh, uh good man. <laughs> Um, All right, shout out to you know a lot of shout outs. Shout out to Miss Hockey from uh, St Michael's. Who? Nice woman. See her about right regularly. Oh no! When I went back to the placement, I think I walked in the staff room and she sort of recognised me and was like, "What are you doing in the staff room?" Um, pull that pull that up, Jimmy. I'm trying to. It says Spain won. We know that, but against who? I think it might have been Germany. I'm near. I, th- I think. Yeah, sure, Germany, yeah. Yeah, Germany. Congratulations. 
Yeah, that was the year that I think because was it Michael Barlack had that record of losing one travel with Bayern and then losing the World Cup final. So there, I think the Euro final. No, this is two thousand two. So you're talking. He lost. Who did he make a bad play for? It was Leverkusen. He said Bayern there. Play for Leverkusen. He was on for the travel. Them. They lost. Lost the league last day. Lost two cup finals. Lost the World Cup. And then happened the game in Chelsea. So I think Chelsea. Chelsea could be Portsmouth. Like I don't know who won the the FA Cup thousand yet. I think it was Portsmouth. I think it was Portsmouth. They lost the league to us United. Yeah. Right. And then Champions League. And then he lost the Euro. Yeah. So. He's the most unluckiest man alive, like. The 08 FA Cup final um, was Portsmouth, yeah? I think it was Portsmouth, yeah. So I think here, he, here. Between Cardiff and Portsmouth. What a final. Actually, Portsmouth put us out, didn't they? That's insane. Cardiff versus Portsmouth. I thought it was Chelsea there, but it wasn't. Maybe Chelsea got to the semi-final. They might have got far, but I'm not sure. Um, semi-finals. Um... By, this is crazy. Do you want to know who was in the semi-finals of the 2008 FA Cup season? Or FA Cup competition? Well, no, United, Portsmouth was one final, was it? Sorry, no. Semi-final? That, that must have been quarterfinals, if even. I don't even know. Because I know that was that time Rio went to Nats. Where do you hear this? Portsmouth beat West Brom. Fuck me. Right? And the other one, Cardiff City beat Barnsley. In fairness, though, there was that time Cardiff got to the Carling Cup final against Liverpool. And they yes. lost on penalties? Yeah. So Portsmouth, Portsmouth beat United 1 0. Barnsley beat Chelsea 1 0. That's fucking mad, though. It's mad the way they called the quarterfinals of the FA Cup the sixth round. I never understood that. It's the sixth round of the competition. Tell me, it's something actually came up recently. What do you think of UEFA getting rid of their away goal rule? Yeah, that's a bit mad. I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to mentally adapt to that. I mean, I like it. I think, I think it makes it. Like, it makes it fair, but it makes it a lot less interesting. Yeah. So it's like the whole introduction of VAR as well. I mean, do you, like, do you remember the the Barcelona PSG game where Barcelona won four 0 or something? Wasn't it? and scored in the last Sergio Roberto? Oh, why they were was and they was, were down and then ah oh, yeah that was I remember watching that. But that's like that was all because of the away goal rule. See, see what I mean? Like that Baron putting us out in every every year we play them. But team won. No, yeah. it was that time Robin scored the volley. Yeah. Love how I just went on the football talk and I haven't watched football properly in dunks. Yeah. Oh, it was, all, it was always going to spiral into this. I know. That's all we can talk about, like. Um, it's all I'm able to listen to you for, anyway. No. The... What was I going to say? I'm blank. What were we talking about there? Away goal rule. The away goal rule, yes. Um, I don't know. I liked it in the sense that you could be, you know, essentially... If you scored one goal, then your opponent needed two. If it, like, obviously, I liked it when it benefited you, and I hate it when the, you know, it didn't favor you. Um, I just think it's going to take a lot of adjusting, watching it, because when you see aggregate score, you're like, right, so that's actually they're technically on four goals because of the away goal. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, it took me about fucking what three or four years to actually piece together what the fuck AGG meant at the side of the fucking <laughs> score. Like, what, what the fuck's ag? Yeah. Do you reckon it could be one of these rules that's sort of like one and done or do you think they're going to stick with it? I don't know. Like the golden goal for the rule? No. Like, do you remember like the ABBA penalties they did? Like mm-hmm. the ABBA? No. The trial did in the League Cup there a couple of years ago? No. Basically it was team one takes one penalty and team two takes two penalties and then team one takes one. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't know it was a thing. I see, uh, to be honest, I'm not like... No, but I mean... No, 10 that, years ago? Yeah, then, no. Like this. But th- this is how 
like quickly that rule died off. If you know what I mean, yeah. there, there was but a big push to bring it. I mean, it was I even th- in FIFA, which was I, weird. Th- I suppose it just sort of depends on viewership and all too, doesn't it? Like, yeah, like what's gonna what's gonna draw more people in? Like, exactly. So like, the whole golden gold thing, there's a World Cup. I know that was a thing for how long was it? Was it four years? Two? Years? I don't know. Obviously, you went in the extra time here for yeah. next gold wins essentially. Madness like, by putting can- jumpers down for goalposts. Now it was weird. Oh, fuck, I was class. <laughs> I'm Beckham. Yeah. Um. But I don't know the, the away goals thing. I don't know if it it probably will because if it's one of these things, it's going to generate more money than obviously it's going to stay. Um, but yeah, as you said, there was spiraled into the uh, the sports talk right and quickly. Uh, sort yeah. of out of nowhere. I mean, sports journalist and um, sports coach, sports coach slash um, B Tech sports lecturer. Uh yes, indeed. So you don't have to call me Mister Austin. Blake. Do you officially go by a lecturer? At the minute, student lecturer or student teacher. I will be a lecturer after this, so obviously... That's absolutely terrifying for the future generations. No, I mean, it's not... <laughs> it's not that difficult, like, do you know what I mean? I think that's, what, that's the one thing that sort of surprises you about teaching degree. I think everyone tells you... I think your lecturers tell you before, like, oh, yeah, get prepared to be stressed. It's really not that stressful when you're on placement. Like, yeah. I think the first sort of week or two is, so obviously I'm going into, what, week four? Yeah. Four weeks already, mate. Holy fuck! Yeah, it's madness. Like going into that, you've settled. You you know your students and stuff. So, with I me, you know the names. You know. I mean, I'm still learning names, but like, luckily enough for me, you know, four weeks in, two different places, everything's starting to sort of formulate together. So I don't have a lot of students. You're talking sixteen, maybe all together in two classes. Over both your classes? No, no. So well, so we're talking Mondays, and I'm in. One place, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just said, "Fuck it." Um, they're not gonna listen. Um, so in Mickleover, you're talking maybe eighteen because it's situated in you know Derby. It's yeah, it's a bigger sort of area. Yeah. So it's like in home, it's like so Belfast and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Balper would be like Lurgan. So you're talking in Balper, I teach maybe nine or ten on first class, and then second class, you're talking six or seven. There's not a lot. Yeah. I think we were talking the other day as well. It's something I would like to see back home. So literally teaching like a BTAC class in a football club as opposed to having to go to... A classroom in a school and follow yeah. school rules. So and basically, you know, football is the draw. Yeah. But you have to get your... You have to get your grades. So that's the one thing. Like, grades are massive. If you don't... The last time with now, if they don't get the grades or they don't come to class, you, not, don't, pl- you don't play. Simple yeah. as that. But... And does does that work? Does that motivation work? It does work because obviously a lot of the lads want to play. It's semi-professional football. Is so, did you say it's part of the Leicester Academy? So Balper have it's like a feeder system basically. Right. Okay. So um, Leicester Academy come down and train the pitch, but they take lads from Balper. Right. From, okay. from, so the lads I'm teaching now will get opportunities to trial for Leicester. Right. And then um, I actually think Brendan Rogers was meant to come down at some point, but yeah. with what's going on now with the whole United thing. Yeah, I know Jimmy Vardy has sort of trained on the three G in that pitch. Yeah, but it's like they are going to get some sort of, I say, quote unquote, big names down at some point. So yeah, something some, like as a reward for them almost. Yeah, as a reward, so basically, like, look, lads, win a couple of games, even you know, even do well in uh, study, get the opportunity to go meet Brandon Rogers, which I suppose it's massive over here, like, cause oh, absolutely, that is massive team. Wait, but massive at home as well. Do you know what I mean? I know. Well, it'll be nice. hopefully I'm there when he comes. So I, can <laughs> yeah. I can meet him just to brag. I'm at Brandon Rogers again. Uh, again? I got fucking met him like a passing sort of thing. Like, did you? I was, I think maybe when you were here. No, no, no. It was when he was Norse manager. Oh, what? So you're talking to us and when he talked about 
Um, no. You're talking, so it's Kenny Dalglish then him, wasn't it? Yes. So it's another Kenny as manager, so he's talking 2012. Oh, what? I had no idea. Um, Did you meet him in the airport, no? Yeah. I vaguely remember that, actually. Yeah. I vaguely remember yeah, that. It was more like, a, oh, hi, Harry. As I said yeah. earlier, in an off sort of... Without being starstruck? Without, yeah. So, like, an off microphone conversation. Like, I would never want to go up and ask for a picture or anything, because, one, I'm a bitch, and yeah. two... You don't want to annoy them? Yeah, especially that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but... And then, obviously, ba- I was... Bal- so, Balber have that working agreement with Leicester, and Michael yeah. have one with Derby. Derby County. Oh, right, yeah. So... At the I minute, get you now. At the minute, the community's not as well. That's good though. Like, can you imagine going to school with like the the idea in your head that here, if this goes well, this could lead to a career. From, like, obviously, well, I know it sounds stupid. Doing well in school does lead to a career, but like playing sport wise, if you had that motive, like, imagine we had that motivation at home. Well, I mean, being honest, like as I said, the whole draw of doing it is to play football. But a lot of the lads. I have a leaf that in my bag there actually I was meant to show you it because obviously we're talking about doing it back home but a lot of the lads get an opportunity to go and play first team football for the likes of you know semi-professional clubs like Balber, Mecklover, um, Carlton and, you know 8 of 16, 17, 18 That's class A couple of hundred quid You're getting paid as well so a couple of hundred quid Holy f- sort of you yeah. know to show up and play football while studying Madness like, I think they have something like 300 graduates who went and played first team football so That is good going it, and it's about, I think I was saying this about the standard of football here compared to back home. It's different now because it's it's a more recognised sport. Oh yeah, big time. Like, it's know, not as it's not as divided here in the sense that you either play football or you don't. At home you can play football, you can play Gaelic, you can play rugby. Do you know what I mean? Obviously you can play rugby, you can actually still play Gaelic here in Derby as well. Yeah. Um but it's I mean it's not a it's nowhere close oh, to no, being I a main sport. I had to explain with my supervisor, Megan Turner, who's mm-hmm. Absolute legend, like, yeah. But I had to explain to her what Harlem was and what Gaelic was, so I had to, I couldn't explain it. I think I basically what I said about Gaelic was it's like a rugby and football hybrid, yeah. I that's the I best start, way I think to start it with. Have you seen all your rules? Nope, is it right? It's football and rugby mixed in Harlem. It's hard to explain, so I sort of basically said it was like, Look, it's like hockey, yeah, but you carry the ball, yeah. Then I showed her videos, to, and you know, I think. If you ever seen Joe Rogan's podcast, sorry to no. ask another podcast, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's not as if you're cheating them, but like it's fine. <laughs> oh, but Joe Rogan, um, uh, from an honest Joe Rogan fan, laugh at your shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, go on ahead. No, um, if you watch his podcast, he, I think, I can't remember who's on his podcast. They brought up Camogie Kamo- and Harlem, and he yeah. was fucking amazed. Yeah, like I even being Irish myself, it's a fucking unbelievable sport. Like, could never play it myself. Yeah, it's all right. I know you're Irish. I'm not, I'm, you know, you don't have to explain that to me. Watch your fucking lip, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but that's it, that's a habit you get into over here, isn't it? I bet, like, you're playing the Ireland card, like, I have played that <laughs> so many, like, it's got me out of so much shit, even, you know, sending a pint of Guinness back. Yeah. Because it was brown. <laughs> <laughs> Let that settle, please. Oh, no, like, as, uh, at the stage now where I'm allowed to pour my own pints in the Jaunty Farmer, which yeah. is a local bar. <laughs> wasn't it was Shout out to the Jaunty. Yeah. But Good spot, only been there twi- no, once. You know what? It's more Twice? like a regular's bar. Back home, I would compare it to like the real way or Fajos. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's not, it's not you know, have like a courthouse, like, you know what I mean? It's oh, no, I know that. I know that. But like, no. it, they do food, don't they? They're like a, a, do a Sunday dinners, do food. Um, Sky Sports, BT, pool tables. Outdoor area Sounds but class well, I, mean, I say it sounds class I have been You've been Once Once it's, it's a really good bar I think obviously Cheap as fuck I mean that's what I've noticed over here as well Pints are cheap as fuck So cheap 
So cheap. They can't pour them properly. That's probably why. They pour the ones they know properly. They just... Uh, if you ask for a Guinness, it has... I went to the Brecon Tile on night near my place. I've had scenes. Yeah, just yeah. up just up from the place. Uh, finally, actually got a decent pint of Guinness. I remember saying, actually. Um, which I was shocked by. Compared to the one I got, where I actually took a picture and screenshot it, and then went back home and compared it to the one I got in Dundalk. What's Dundalk? What'd you go, what are you in Dundalk my, for? My, my at home. Warren Point? That's the one. Yeah. If you're how the, if you're did you, how in God's name, did you mix up Dundalk and Warren Point? It's fucking near Newry. Shut up. <sighs> I mean, you have to go through. I'll get, yeah, I'll give you. To get to them. Yeah, to get the both of them, but you'd take vastly different roads each time. Did I ever tell you about the time I did a delivery to Warren Point for the range? Yes. You just, like, you were on the clock, but yeah, so you just took your car. Like, I think something happened where our delivery driver at the time, he's not there now because he's shit, made a buzz up delivery. So basically, I got to ask Blake, would you mind driving to Warren Point? You know, we'll pay you for it. We'll pay your patchel. You'll be on the clock, so you'll still earn your wage. Would you mind going to Warren Point to deliver a... Table set or something, was it? I want to table set. It was literally the fucking... What do you call them? It's not an umbrella, but do you think you put parcel? Parcel. You think I, well, it wasn't my fucking job to sell it? It's not. I sell fucking normal furniture. Drove the whole way to Warren Point. Went and lifted another fella from work who was off that day <laughs> to come with me. So off, we'll go for a drive. Now, how far away would you say Warren Point is? If you're going the proper way, you're talking port it down to Warren Point. Um, talking back roads at the start. Uh, are you asking time wise or distance? Time wise. Uh, forty minutes, forty five. Three and a half hours I took. To get there? No, the, the whole round trip, like. What were you doing? Sorry for shouting, folks. I mean, I went lifted my mate. Right. Went, you know, drove towards Warren Point. Right. Got that delivered. And stopped for a bit of fucking grub at five hours. Oh, so, all right. So what you're saying is you milked it, right? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. right. Because yeah. you, right, you were meant to be in work. Yeah, it was a Saturday. Right, right. It was okay. a Saturday. Right. Okay. So Makes a lot more sense than I, I thought. I got told, Blake, you do us a favour. You do us a solid. Yeah, you know, if you ha- if you ha- if you want to stop for a wee bite to eat, take it. So I took an hour. You should have my bag and took my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you should have you should have put your receipt in. Got got the, the no, fuel I mean, like, look, It's the range, obviously. You know, um, Steve Jobs. Herb. Steve Jobs was doing the fucking wage. Um, <laughs> Chris Dawson would not pay for me to fucking buy lunch. I wouldn't trust you to drive to the bottom of the road by. Never mind Warren Point. No, I've been in your car. Bear in mind, have, you haven't drove me anywhere in probably about When was the last time you were in my car? Apart from like when I seen you walking to work and I give you a friend a corner. That, well, um, before that, honestly, maybe two years, maybe three. Exactly. So you've been in the Beamer once. By the way, anyone wants to buy a Beamer? Yeah. And um, please hit me up with offers because I'm looking to get rid of the thing because it's you know just don't like a Beamer. There's, he's not even joking either, folks. If anyone wants to buy a BMW, what what? So. Uh, one series BMW one series um, 2013 2013 50,000 miles not that many 50, miles I'm going to repeat 50,000 miles diesel 2 litre engine 2 litre engine that's about it black <laughs> yep I think we mentioned that leather seats heated seats last seats heated seats Burns heated seats clean message me or message black if well uh, if you have any means of contacting black do that if you want me to pass <laughs> black's number on to you do message me, and this isn't a joke either. Um, you'll get the price on asking because I'm not giving that here. Is cheeky wee flippers, yes, as Shamie Halfron would say. And speaking of the Halfrons, uh, I feel like this is a perfect segue. Um, don't laugh at me. Uh, to congratulate Clan Iron 
and Shea Heffron and his team on their Armagh Senior County victory. Oh, fucking unreal, lads. Like, um, raging, I missed it. Like, this is what I like. I would say I've sent this to a few people. Like, I have nothing to do with that club, never have, nor will I ever, you know, <laughs> a lot of people that I know play for the team, but I've never been as jealous of anybody in my entire life. You know, to first of all, playing that game, to win that game, and then the celebrations afterwards. I mean, being so obviously you were home at that point, weren't you? Yeah, but obviously I don't think you went out because you were coming home the next Probably day. Coming home the next day, so you know I was stuck in bed planning a fucking teaching session for the next morning. I just watching Logan Rock. Oh, I was raging. I seen a few stamps our stories, and I was fucking. I feel like it's only further that if we mention one, we mention the other as well. Um, commiserations to Samiri's Oh, big commiserations, uh, obviously. Uh, that's that's your, that's your homeland. That's the, the heartland. The Isle mother Lucia is from there, so yeah. obviously the club. Big, big connections there. Yeah. Um, Paul Mulholland as well. If you're listening, Palsy, unlucky. Um, they lost the Antrim Senior Championship final. Um, so it was a, it was a day of mixed emotions in and around the Lurgan area. But as I said, Clanarn, the surrounding areas, the Shore Road, absolutely bouncing last Sunday night. Um, it was like something out of a movie. Th- did you see the stories they had? Uh, Someone playing the bagpipes before they went into the club. Where was this? A Clanarn or Clanarn? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just it was unbelievable party atmosphere, and the party atmosphere continued all the way to Belfast. <laughs> About four or five days later, I think a few of them are still on it. Um, questions from a couple of them actually. Uh, we'll get to a bit later on. Um, which probably means they're steaming if they're chanting questions in. But oh, I mean, they're hundred <laughs> percent. Like it's just a standard thing. Like yeah. Um. But massive congratulations to them and, you know, I'll probably repeat this again when I'm answering the question later, but we, we, anyone that knows any of the Clan Iron Lads has been hearing Project 2020, CEB 2020, um, and, you know, it's just one year later they managed to get the job done and it was just, it was unbelievable. No, it's actually, it's really good to see as well because obviously you grew up with a lot of them lads as well. Yeah. We were eight, you know, we were eight, top of street, scored a goal. Did he actually? Yeah, score screamer. Thought the how he felt everything he fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> Clay will take all the credit now. Same, <coughs> you did it for Shane Lavery, I'm doing it for fucking Ray. Fuck I'm it. not claiming that, I'm here. Oh yeah, no. Oh, Shane Lavery, thought that I felt everything he knows. Fuck you. I did not. You did it for fucking three or four years ago. I, I'd rinse him, that's why. Me and Mel's fucking, was it Europa League on the bench for fucking Big Sam? No, what I mean by that is like when you say things like that, like oh, we used to play together, Akali Pets and I's in Spain on the bench. It is fucking mad though how like you'll obviously in fellas who like you know you grew up with or like even locally do well. Yeah, it's it's lovely to see, but it is mad how. That's why that's why the Clan Iron one was just so good. Even the fellas who played McCrory Cup, they can. We're saying earlier, them fellas must fucking love it. Like by see. It's well, it's, it's, team, well, like. it's well documented that when St. Ronan's won the Hogan, I cried like a wee girl. Oh, I've seen Krug the videos. Like, there's videos on Facebook. I cried nice. my eyes out in Croke Park. And then when the bus come back to Lurgan, I was standing on the fence as the bus drove into St. Paul's, like giving it fist bumps. And like, I was I was probably about three minutes short of having a flare in my hand. <laughs> you know, celebrating. I don't know at, what chant do you have for St. Ronan's apart from like, St. Ronan's da, da, The da, da, da. of Tory Lane <laughs> uh, That actually was sung Do you remember that? Ulster final For St. Paul's Wasn't it? That's the day I You fucking put the uh, t- t- Top t- the windows t- Start crying 
Oh, I was telling this to somebody recently. I don't think it was on the podcast. Um, I don't think I've told the story on the podcast, but anyway, um, I'll tell it briefly. As you black mentioned, we were at the St Paul's Schools Ulster final, somewhere in the back end of Tyrone, an absolute mile away, and we got on the Apple Blossom bus that you would have got the Clubland, and brand new tent on the inside of the window, and of course me just bored in the drive down, just started you know picking and peeling just like that away on the on the window and before knew it at half this half this screen of tint just pulled off and me and Burn it was me and Burnsy the outside had both done it. So anyway I went to the match, great match. Um the team won and we got back on the bus and they were very adamant when we were getting back on the bus. Like everyone sat in the same seats. Everyone sat where you were sitting. I was like, what's the big deal? Like I mean, you know, who cares? And Come back down, Mr. Hanratty, the teacher at the time, was like inspecting because he was looking for the seats with a t- peeled off tint. And he looked and he went, uh, James, Mr. James Burns, if you mind just stepping outside with me a second. And then he looked over and he looked at me, and because I was obviously goody two shoes, uh, if you want to call me that, then yeah, yeah. reliable mix, <laughs> reliable mix. Oh my god, that's a throwback. Um, out of context for anyone that doesn't know, but um. He looked and he was like, Michael, are you sure that's where you were sitting? And I said, yeah. And he says, was that the exact seat that you were sitting in? And I said, yeah. And he's like, right, come with me, please. And they had a plastic bag full of all the tent that would ripped off the window. I was like, what is this, lads? And immediately my heart sank. And I, went, oh, I don't know. And he went, lads, this is, uh, this is the brand new tent that was put on the inside of this window. And why is it on the floor? And I just... I then like completely denied. I went, oh, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I uh, can't remember what burned. You said what happened, but you got the blame pretty much. What you're saying? No, like, I well, I think I tried. Yeah, did your mate out? I don't know if I did, but anyway, I know I didn't turn around and say it was him. I just was like, because he was at the other side of the bus. But it's just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. It was it wasn't me. I think. I, um, thing. I was like, no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, and. Burns went back onto the bus and Miss Erskine just looked at me and was like, Michael, we know it was you. There's no point, you know. There's no point. And there's no point trying to deny it. And I says, okay, sorry. I did, but I didn't mean to. Anyway, long story short, got home, got on, and they're like, Mr. Flanagan, the principal will be in touch. You'll have to pay for this. I went, fuck. How am I going to tell my mother this? Got home, didn't say anything, was just pacing about the house, stressing. And Burns texted me and was like, um... I, Mr. Flanagan's just off the phone to my mum there. Um, have to pay such and such. I think he said like 180 quid or whatever. So I panicked and I ran downstairs before the phone rang. I said, Mum, um, I did something in school today and you probably get a phone call. I peeled something off the window and it cost 180 quid. Obviously, my mum went absolutely ballistic. Ran, like, just head clean off me. Um, I went back upstairs and says, I burned it to tell my mum there. To which he replied by like a million laughing faces. He's like, Mr. Flanagan didn't even ring me. He just completely baited me and I went down and sank myself. The worst thing about that was, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was your entrance exams as well. So maybe you're talking a week or two prior to some mixed exams. Yes, because that would have been third year. Yeah, that would have been... Was uh, just before just after? No, it would it would have been in and just around before? this time. Just before, because it would have been like the April-May time of... Third year, yeah, it was. It was just before because I think my mum and dad were like, "Right, but like, look, you've got your exams coming up. Wind your neck in. No, we'll fuck off. We'll go to the fucking cinema or something to chill you out." Oh, 
right chilling out the man tempting this the cinema to see a fucking horror film called <laughs> Mama or something. No idea. You're bound to have seen it. Probably if it was with Probably. you then. I just about I'll explain it off camera because it's fucking it's a long ass. Where's thing. the camera? What? Where's the camera? On your laptop, mate. Recording, is it? Just in case it is, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's the fucking funds do anyway, proper fucking jewelry anyway, and shit or not. Go on ahead. Obviously I don't. But um no. Speaking of fucking embarrassing stories, I mean how I fucking broke your bird box. Oh yeah. I <laughs> actually I hope someone from my family's listening to this because I don't think any of them know, but please do continue. Nope, so obviously this fucking story got me what uh B in my English like. Did you use this in your English? You fucking made it. It's like read a story known to man. It also gave you a, a massive scrape up the side of your hip. But anyway, I'm going to take a slug here, tell a story. Yeah, so basically, same time I was starting playing football 2010. Came home, you were on holidays. I think it was just after my birthday that year, so what, 13? Um, yep. Playing football at the back with Jack Thompson. So, absolute legend, cousin, brother. So mate. Is that our small fucking <laughs> tight fit tops? Um, <laughs> playing football at the back, and obviously, you know yourself, you get... You're overly excited to start fucking drilling balls in the net. Yep. Over your fence, as was a, a normal thing back in the days. Oh, yeah. But because you weren't there, I had to climb over the fence myself. Yes. So I got on top of the fence, and obviously, because the fence was... Talking about turning 10, talking fence six, seven, eight year old at that time. Hey, oh, yeah. You know, the wood was a wee bit racked. It was skinny lad at the time. Want to jump over? Trampoline was there, wasn't it? Oh, it was I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting that. We're getting that best. Don't okay, worry in the fucking okay. story. We'll get there when we get there. Right, okay. But want to jump over the fence. So climbing on top of my own fence, my side of the fence. I said fence like 10 times. Um, My side snapped. Fell off my side, down to your end, into your garden. Fell through the springs on the trampoline. Which I think left me with like scars still on my ribs. Good. But before I hit the springs... The most important part. I went through your bird box. That yeah. you, I don't know why the fuck you had a bird box for anyway. But fell through the bird box and the only thing that was left was like the two sort of hinges that hooked it to yeah. the actual fence. Yeah. So we threw that through the fucking trampoline. It rolled out from under the trampoline. Um, Jack from the other side. You alright? Are you okay? Me in absolute agony screaming. But the first thing that came to my mind was Bye! The fucking bird box! <laughs> <laughs> Rolled out, came back out, so obviously that was all sorted out. Got myself cleaned up. Fucking massive cuts down my ribs. Yeah. Fast forward to what, maybe, when did I get BA? 2017? 18? 17, 18? What, when you got your dog? Yeah. Um, blah, 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 we got Alfie 2016. I got Alfie, that's my Bailey. Yeah, I know. We got Alfie 2016, which would mean a, a year, year after. Yeah. So I, cause you, so didn't, you didn't get him Christmas, though, did you? No, no, it was, it was the year. Half my fucking family died. Um, <laughs> do you know that? Because I fucking bought the dog from my fucking granny's fucking. Do the money he gave us one day? He's like, if, if you're going. <laughs> Your family played total wipeout before COVID. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was sick to death of going to funerals. (laughs) What the fuck thing I fucking felt? I'm at fucking Father Hall more times on fucking (laughs) streets. 
Right, that's all. That's awful. Right. I felt like a fucking altar boy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a Catholic joke. Right, that, 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 <laughs> that's the most. See that. See that. Maybe twelve to sixteen month span where your family had control alt delete. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that's by. That's the most you've been to mass in your entire life. Fuck all work. Fuck you, make yourself word. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, but I going back to my story. Yeah. yeah. First so, of all, we apologise for that. That was awful. Oh, no, it's um, funny as fuck. My family, it's right. It's warranted. Right, I mean, after, after you ruin the fucking death of my grandfather to my cousin, that's pretty much, you know... Right, hang on. Can I just explain that? Real? For anyone that thinks that sounds really weird, um, basically, Blake's granddad died, and I just heard from Blake himself. He just rang me and told me. And I, I don't know. We hadn't been on holidays that year with Robin, no? No, shoot, no. this is 2013. Uh, it was uh, the year 2000, before. 2012, no? No, fucking 2013, so we just started some mix. Right, anyway, I texted Blake's cousin who I knew at the time. Um, I mean, still know her now. You don't know her now? No, she's I mean... She's not dead? No, I still know her now. She's not control out the lady? No. Um, and I texted her and was like... <laughs> this is so awkward. I was like, um, I'm so sorry to hear about your granda. Um, you know, hope you're all right or something. Just a generally nice message. And she just texts back and goes... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, I just, I just left it. I didn't reply. I was like, I don't want to reply and be like, about your granddad, Dan? you know. Quick shout out to Robin and um, Richard. <laughs> Michael Pointer made the big boss else. Because <laughs> he has a nickname that you just can't say on the podcast. Dick Thruster. Um, yeah. So, what were you coming out before? You the were dog. telling your story, yeah. I should be saying, that dog was bought out of my granny's fucking leftover money. <laughs> Please just call it a will. Don't say leftover money. As if you went into the house and opened her purse. Right, your granny's well money. I you bought Bailey. The dog was bought out of that money, so... You have, to, you have to tie this back to the bird box story. What? You were telling me the story of going through your my bird box. I, but I know that, but like I finished it, didn't I? Yeah, and then you said, and then whenever I got Bailey. Fuck. I'm giving you 30 seconds here to, to try to recollect. For reference, Black's Buckfast is nearly finished. I thought I finished that story. You know, you did. You finished your version of falling through the box. So there, and then when I thought my son asked for that, no, after that, don't think so. Not my something that linked into my fucking dog. The bird box. I don't know. How the fuck does a bird box link that fucking dog? Do you want me to pause this and go back and listen? No, that's alright. Right. It's bad if you're a whole fucking three listeners of a fucking. If even, by <laughs> I'll be lucky if it's me. Shout you. out to dude on the fucking Sainsbury run. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. I wonder. <laughs> here, do you want to play, right? And this, this <laughs> right. This is so out of context for everyone else that's listening. But we know right now that uh, my good mate Dirt, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, will be listening to this while he's on the uh, the Sainsbury's groceries run. So my guess is he's currently driving down a country road. With a big grin on his face, laughing because we're mentioning and trying to guess this, and he's probably like thirteen minutes ahead of schedule for his next delivery. Year ago, so my original thought was he's in a ditch because he started laughing that much. <laughs> but um, well, I hope not. I'm like, not dead, like I'm not even hurt. But I mean, like he's fucking hit a ditch. He's like, oh fuck, right here I am. But I laugh, I listen anyway. But that was my prior fucking guess. But nice, no, pulled over to a side road. 
maybe on you know a motorway, we slip road, uh-huh. slip road, hard shoulder, hard shoulder, hard shoulder, or just a genuine like little fucking gap in like, fucking roads in the moss. Yes, we gap. Yeah, yeah, he's paused. He's had to listen. After he said it yourself, he's ahead of schedule. He's listening. He's laughing his fucking head off. Then he's saying, "Black, where the fuck's the rest on talk?" Oh, but we'll get into that maybe a wee bit later because I kind of bugging it now. I'll. Uh, yeah, so folks, if you want your shopping delivered promptly, go to Dirt at Sainsbury's. Um, so Sainsbury'sDelivery.com, Sprucefield. Do you want to do an advert while I go to the toilet? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, my fucking voice. Go back now and talk more about your dog. because Just because we can't remember what it was going to be about, just tell us a story oh, about I mean, your dog. I'll be at bottom, 2017. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's why we're talking about that fucking year and everyone fucking died. Yeah. That's what led to that. So we're talking about that whole fucking year of grievances. Where I had control all the lead, yeah. the lead in my coursework. <laughs> We're talking about that, and then I was, oh, that's how I was explaining how I fucking uh, bought him with my granny's will money. Yeah. Not my granny's death money. Yeah. Um, but that, that was really it, just saying how I bought my dog with my granny's fucking dead yeah. money. Um, then you sort of tried to bring Alfie in, who's a wee fucker. I agree. Don't come try to bite me. Here, he did. Look at that finger. You can't see it. I'll show you. Fuck. Dave, about t- tell you about the time I got bit by my from my work supervisor when I left, he had like a sort of leaving do for me. Right. So just like literally me and a few people from my department and work, but he had pre drinks in his house, and um, so the dogs he have has sorry are like we rescue dogs. You're talking, I think he has like a not it's like a Shih Tzu and Terrier cross. Right. And then like a it's like, I don't know what fucking dog it's a wee small one like, but basically they're a rescue dog. So obviously. You know yourself, they've been like fucking battered up in a fucking yeah. past yeah, yeah, yeah. environment. But I went in. I got to- I got told before I went in, Luke Blake, whatever you do, don't try and pat that dog. Ah, it's gonna freak out. No, no he'll freak out. He'll bite you because he got like you know knocked about mm-hmm. by his past mm-hmm. owner. So I'm like, right, no, but no problem. So you're talking about Chinese, and then we're drinking and stuff. I went back in, so they were kept in the utility room. So I went mm-hmm. in to get another drink. And these dogs were looking at me as if they said, like, what the fuck are you doing in my room? Yeah. Now, me being a stupid bastard, said, right, Shock. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking pat him. It was the wee shit you want, I think. Bernie or something, he called it. Right. I went to pat it on a fucking, went to fucking bite me. They took a chunk out of your finger. Oh, but me being, a, me being blocked and just being, you know, genuinely fucking stupid. Aggressive, you tried, probably tried to punch it back. Oh, no, I went to, <laughs> went to fucking pat it again a bit <laughs> So... I don't remember this, this next part, but my supervisor apparently said he came in, shouted the pot, uh, potty lockhead. Uh-huh. He came in and he said, I was arguing with the dog, <laughs> shouting, do not fucking bite me, you little fucking bastard, <laughs> to a dog. <laughs> and I mean, like, they're still bringing that story up to this day. Obviously. But just to be proud of that, I think obviously there was a lot of us there, so me, uh, Johnny Donnelly, uh, Potty Lockhead Baka He's called a wee Baka Yeah Because obviously You know Wee Baka uh, Potty's girlfriend Hilary Carson Do and you, you want to say Why she's called wee Baka No uh, <laughs> And uh, She's Small And and uh, Obviously Fula was there as well Yeah But Apparently At some point that night I went in to get another beer And the lights were off And obviously You know if you go into like Them fucking houses That use like not your standard lights, like sort of like energy saving lights. They take a wee bit, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was sitting there trying to find the fucking 
you know, switched for the wall and knocking it like fuck. Man, why the fuck is it not coming on? Went back in to ask. Johnny decides to fucking shout at me, saying like you're being like a shit. Why is it like I turn on now? Him being a funny cunt hit the fucking wrong plug and the fucking oven went on. <laughs> it's the one thing in my life that I have ever been fucking correct, S- smart, or right about anything. Yeah. She didn't bug me off. He turned on the fucking oven. But that was like literally right before the dog bit me. So any fucking wonder why we can't bit me. And that's when obviously Patrick, massive Star Wars fan, whipped out his lightsaber. Oh, he did in future reference, yes. But um, and upstairs is like a spare room. I don't know what that'd be called over here in England. Just. A sp- empty room A spur room pretty sure. Here here Same language They have the word spur You say same language But I heard somebody Fucking Have a class argument Over some, whether something Was called A sausage roll Or a sausage sarnie Yeah so like If you, if I was to say to you Like a ham bop They call it like a ham cob It makes cob. sense now Because there's me And one other Irish fella In the room Who fucking yeah. explained it Yeah But I mean I had no clue What the fuck They were on about yeah, well, yeah, okay, I get that context of like needing um dialect translator. Fucking, fucking but I'm pretty sure they know what a spur room is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they know what a spur room is like. I would say going back to my conversation, went to this room, he has like all these Star Wars collectibles from you're talking fucking yeah. nineteen eighty on. Madness. And like, I went around, I couldn't help it. I started fucking like touching all the fucking things <laughs> in the room and stuff. And way back just looked at me and like, if they say if Don't you, you fucking dare. break something. Oh, you're fucked. dead. And I mean, yeah, like, these things are dead. older than me, like. Uh, they're, but I started like, stroking all these fucking, like, Darth Vader figures and all. Smart. Fucking great night, mate. Um, good crack, anyway. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, so, for our sins, uh, you and I are both Manchester United fans. 100%, yes. Um, you, to prove it. You've been a member of the club for 16, 17 years. I've been a member of the Craigavon Supporters Club since I was one. So my dad sent me up straight away when I was a child. Yeah. Obviously, it's quite different back then because obviously you have like a child's membership, so you don't get the same sort of privileges. If that makes sense. So obviously, every year, every start of season and middle of season, and then you get like a sort of supporters pack, quote unquote. So you get like certain things sent to you. So yeah. You know, hot scarf, phone charger, whatever it is. But when you're a child, you get a wee bit like. It's a bit different just to sort of for suitability reasons. Yeah. But yeah, being a part of that club since fucking one or two, shocking 1999 or 2000. Yeah. Massive shout out once again to uh, Susan and Eamon Atkinson who run the club themselves. Yeah. Absolute legends. Yeah, have the Actually, whole thing in order. Oh, 100%. Really well run. Bought me my first sort of <coughs> official paints. I remember Manchester. that. I remember yeah, you telling me about that. They all got me steaming. Um. So yeah, the only reason I bring it up is because I'm going to segue in here to the to the questions that um, some of them have been asked, and I was going to bring up Manchester United for us anyway, um, to sort of in the notes that I've wrote down here. Um, firstly, I mean, we love them now, you know, favorite club, club of sport our entire lives. They play at three o'clock tomorrow. I would assume then by probably about half five that we'll hate them again. Given recent form, probably like you're talking. Was it Watford? Yeah, Watford 3 o'clock. Um, it's a team that on paper they should beat, but with this season, United being United, you never fucking know, like. Yeah, I suppose the only thing that sort of, maybe, well, for 20 or something odd games there recently, it did play into the hands, is the fact that it was away. It is away. It's in Vicarage Road tomorrow. But, obviously that away record is now over. It's over, but I still think, who do you beat by? Just about to ask you the same thing. We're fucked. Oh, no, um, it was just before the international break. Um, big big United fans we are. 
Um, United went away to... Was it City? No, it wasn't City. wasn't City. It wasn't Liverpool. Leicester. Four, four. Leicester. Oh, Leicester. They lost, lost at Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, I, I mean... The weird thing is, that Leicester game... For the whole game, they didn't play shit the whole game. They had so many chances, by Exactly. They didn't play shit for 90 minutes. But Greenwood's goal was a screamer. Had it, oh, 100%. But they had the chance to have that, like, <coughs> they that off, like. Yeah. But so, try going ahead. It's one of them ones where, I don't know, Watford, they should beat them. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But Put that on your YouTube, Ben Foster. Yeah, fuck you. United man. But, um, no, I reckon we should win, but if we don't, I'm not be shocked. Yeah, so... Reason I'm bringing that up, first question here comes from Richie McGee back home. He's one of the Sunday State coaches. Um, I can hear, I can hear, you're rubbing that against your chest. <laughs> what against my chest? The microphone. What? I could hear. Anyway, sorry, off track. Richie <laughs> wants to know uh, who should replace Ole. So first of all, let's just quickly establish that we're both at this stage Ole out, yes. I mean, yeah, I think he's did his job. I think he got brought in. His job was to sort of more or less steal the ship. It was yeah. to steal the ship, re- try rebuild. Like, Ollie was never going to win any trophies. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, with his track record at Cardiff and Molde, you were never going to win Tommy League with him. But I think he's did a fantastic job at rebuilding the team. It's just... Need someone a, to give it the next step now. As a tactician, he's yeah. not great. I mean, you see what he does, like, in the Tottenham game... But if the back worked against the likes of Liverpool, it yeah. wasn't going to work. You know what I mean? Like, all respect to him, club legend. <coughs> and if he leaves now, if he gets sacked. Oh, he's, he's still going to be a club he's legend. Still a club he's like, never not going to be a club legend. Like, he did himself proud. Yeah. Like, he did very well. Like, we're always going to look back in that PSG game with yeah. fucking unreal memories. Yeah. But I think if you're going to bring somebody in, I know Brandon Rogers, as I was saying earlier, yeah. he's sort of the favourite to get it. But yeah. I also mentioned to you off. Microphone, yeah, because we don't have a camera. Yep. Um, obviously, Ajax manager Hag. Yeah. He's a really good candidate as well because obviously, if you look at what he's did with that team, he's asked to a very high level. Yeah. You seen how they played against Dortmund? The I played Dortmund yeah. both legs. He, he he brings in youth as well, and I think that's the one thing that's sort of lacking from United at the minute. You know, they brought in Ronaldo. They're still playing Matic. They've got sort of older players trying to steer their ship as well. There's yeah. nothing wrong with trying to bring up youth to it. I think Hag's perfect man, but once again, I don't think Brandon Rogers is a bad man for the job. No, definitely not. Um, I'm just looking here to see if there are odds. Um, I'm looking to see if anyone's off for an odds and who the next Manchester United manager might be. I mean, if you asked me a month ago, I said Antonio Conte. Yeah. But and for, for obvious reasons, of course. I, I mean, mean, he's a fucking great World-class manager. manager. I, d- I did see that Roberto Mancini... Wasn't talks as oh. well, but I think with what ha- with what's happened to Italy lately, his priority is probably getting them guys to the World Cup. Oh yeah, I mean he's going to take that team. I mean they need to fucking win the qualifiers, like. But I mean, I mean, but they did just win the Euros. Do you know what I mean? However, the mighty Gawa of Northern Ireland held them to a nil-nil draw. Oh, you pretty much sent them to the fucking playoffs. No, Northern Ireland's not. I'm talking uh, about Italy, a dick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Italy, Italy will qualify. Oh yeah, Northern Ireland or Ireland are not there. Yeah. Tell you what, fucking, it's a massive subject. See, in terms of Ireland Northern Ireland, do you think it should be similar to rugby, where they amalgamate the two? So, uh, no, obviously, you don't need to call it Ireland or Republic of Ireland. Oh. You come up with like fucking, like something like America, United Counties, whatever it is. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Do you think you should do something like that? Because you look the at United the United Counties of Ireland's pretty mad, actually. You look at, at the fucking tunnel coming through on both sides. Yeah. It's fucking huge. If you put the, that together, do you think that would give them a better chance? It's gone too far now where they're separate, if you know what I mean. I mean, you've got Windsor Park, which is the home for Northern Ireland. You've got the Aviva for uh, the Republic. It's um, it's gone too far now to the point where I think it'll ever be amalgamated. Um, both like, both sides are striving in their own right now. I know both teams have missed out in qualification. The Republic of Ireland have been death for years. Northern Ireland have been on, been riding this sort of wave. Michael O'Neill brought them the brilliant <coughs> places. Ian Barclough now hasn't quite had success just yet, but I feel like he might. Um, the, 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 as you said, there are talented players in both teams. Stephen Kenny uh, in the Republic is. Was a very controversial hire. Was very um, divided opinion, shall we say? Um, but given the time now that he's been given, you no, know, actually allowing him, giving him that benefit of time, we're starting to bear the fruits of that labour. The, the team are starting to play better in his style. Now, by no means are they going to be world beaters. By no means are they going to be the next best thing. But they're playing better than any of the Ireland teams have recently. I mean, there's for for God's sake, they're scoring goals. Do you know what I mean? Which is something they held Portugal down there and they'll draw. They were unfortunate in the first leg against Portugal not to actually go and beat them. Um, so as for them joining together, I mean, f- from a talent point of view, obviously it would be one hell of a great team. But in terms of practicalities, it's just something I don't think will ever happen. But like, so talking theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. If if they were to attempt to sort of progress yeah. it to join yeah. together, uh-huh. in terms of where you would situate a stadium. What do you think would be appropriate for like you know yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm not biased. Obviously, I've seen both sides of the coin. Like, yeah, what um, do you think would be the appropriate place? So you're talking. I know what new, you mean. New directions on the border. I would now, say you're talking somewhere near the border would probably do very well in terms of both. Yeah, supporters come on, but it's just it's hard to differentiate. Here, I have an idea for you. I love man. <laughs> Outsource it. Fuck it. Craggy Island. Yeah. Fuck it. Rathlin Island up north. Craggy Island. Fucking follow Jack and I'll get the bays going. Um, oh, I don't know, Blake. It's like... It is a touchy subject because obviously... Because you can't say Dublin and you can't say Belfast. It's but then you've got, you've got, like, obviously we're of a generation where... It's not... It's a touchy subject still, like... But obviously we're, yeah, we're going to get off it quickly. We're of a generation where, like, we're not as bad as it was maybe 20, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. but it's still prominent. So... It's a case of figuring out where it'd be suitable, but I, I don't see it happening in our lifetime. Oh, no, definitely not. Maybe somewhere down the line, maybe they can sort out, but obviously there's a lot of things go towards that we're, that we're not going to get into. So right uh, we're not fucking I'll, uh, we're we're not not, politicians. No, I'll, I'll draw you back to the original question. Go ahead, sir. Who do you think is going to replace Solskjaer? Now, as I said, I did. I went, I've got the odds here. As you said, Brandon Rogers is favourite. I didn't know that. Second to him, Zinedine Zidane. I'll read you the list. I'll read you the top six or whatever I have here. Branton Rogers, Zinedine Zidane, Pochettino, Eric Ten Hag, Ralph Ragnick, and Graham Potter. I mean, I do think like for what I'm I from what I've been hearing, it's Zidane and Rogers. Yeah, but my question is, like Rogers, he's. He's proved at Liverpool he can build a team. Yeah. He's proven as Celtic. Yeah. He can win with the team. Yeah. He's proven that last year he can rebuild the team. Yeah. Question for me is can Zidane do the same thing? 
So we were think, think of the teams that Dan managed. I could have managed team. that. It's even Guardiola. Yeah. I, like, I could have managed them fucking teams. I mean, like, yeah. the fact, I, I still see the fact that Guardiola, don't get me wrong, yeah. world-class manager, brilliant player, but I feel like I could have won Champions League with the team he's did. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Munich, with the quality, the quality at like, disposal. He could go for a treble-winning team. I don't think he never got in the past semi-finals. Yeah, which is which for that Bayern Munich team, it's a travesty. Yeah, um, but you know, I don't know. I th- I think a lot of people were disappointed when United missed out on Conte. I think there's a few people oh, pushing for Rodgers. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, it sounds weird to say he's proven he can do it in the Premier League when he never did do it. Do you know what I mean? No, Rodgers. Oh, sorry, is it Conte? No, 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 no. Rodgers oh, but You say he didn't do it That's what I'm saying If he you did. look at the team That Liverpool won the league with Yeah How many of them players Did Rodgers bring in Yeah fair enough And you're talking as well Everyone seems to forget That Coutinho Was a massive part of that team oh, Absolutely Even if you look Like who replaced Coutinho Salah for Mino <clears throat> Mane have I, made, have I made that up now I, I don't know when they brought them in But like who replaced them Coutinho for me is still a world beater. He's still yeah. a very, very like did it with Bayern Munich. I probably could have got that so wrong. I hope not. Someone's going to bring me up on that. Probably am, but anyway. Salah came in, so we played for what? Chelsea 2014. Fuck. Anyway, anyway. I, I, looking Brendan Rodgers at the time. You're looking at there was like their sort of league table. Yep. He, maybe he wasn't the highest up. He had that season where he had Luis Suarez where they came second. Yeah. But he's been proven. He's proven he can build a, big, a good team. Yeah. They did very well with last year. United have a good team. United have a good team. It's just tactically the lack. Yeah. So like for me, Manchester United, when we grew up, were always attacking football. Yeah. Right now. Go back to it. Right now, it's not there. Like I, says, I see Sayward passes constantly. Like, yeah. that's not United. Right. I'll speed you up. I'll ask. I'll put you on the spot right now. Next manager. Who? From from my personal opinion, yeah. Who, who like, no, no. Who would you right? Who would you want, and who do you think? I quickly, would take, I would take Hag. You take Hag, and who do you think it'll be? Um, Rogers. Okay, fair enough. I, based on the fact that I've learned, um, probably the hard way to never go against the bookies. The fact that Rogers is the shortest odds, um, I'll I'll go with him. And to be honest, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about that. The next question comes. Uh, from Curtis McCosh, who's asking now, you're not massive into the Formula One. You've just recently got into it. As of, I mean, this is only my second season watching it. Um, it's been brilliant. I sort of convinced you to watch the Drive to Survive series. Yeah, percent. Yeah, um, the bug sort of got you. Oh, unbelievable! Like between that, the Michael Schumacher documentary, unbelievable, and the obviously game that was in the hideout in Derby. Yes. Thought they've taken away. Oh, I. <laughs> the simulator. Fucking you know, human. Um. Yeah. So sorry. His question is, uh, who's winning the Formula One world title? I mean, it's very hard to go against Hamilton, isn't it? Like, yeah. I especially mean, after what he did last week. I would treat Lewis Hamilton like I would treat Tom Brady. Yeah. I've went against him too many times to say. Yeah. No, I did say maybe two or three weeks ago. I said. Verstappen, Verstappen, Verstappen <laughs> has a massive chance of winning it, but I think after seeing 
so, not last week. It's hard to go against them. Like so, it. if you look at America, Mexico, Brazil, um, if after America and after Mexico, I one hundred percent would have said for stopping. Then Lewis Hamilton had that absolute stormer of a week, as you mentioned in Brazil. The final three tracks: Qatar, Saudi uh, Arabia, and Abu Dhabi are such a mixed bag. You know, the last two seem to be very much Mercedes tracks in terms of the way their car drives. Um, and I know this might sound all a bit technical to you, having oh no, no. actually, <laughs> I'm following so far. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it um, up. But if you, so, we're recording this Friday night, which means we've had practice one and practice two in Qatar. Uh, Verstappen topped one of them, Bottas topped the other. Before this morning, if you'd have asked me before either of those sessions happened, I would have said Hamilton. I probably would still side with Hamilton, but the speed that Verstappen showed this morning is a relief because Manny thought that Mercedes were just going to show up to this track and wipe the floor of Rebel again and then go on to the final two tracks and do the same again. So, I mean, we're looking at a very possible situation where we're going to the last race with them tied on level on points, which is just mental. I do say it is still very hard to go against that Mercedes though. Yeah. You look at just the actual engine of that car and the development of that car. Yeah. Compared to obviously your Red Bull and the rest yeah. of them, it's um, a completely different ballgame. Like Mercedes are another level development of the our Connor. I don't think our Connor will talk for six months if Verstappen doesn't win the world championship. Really? He'll be, he'll, he will be heartbroken. Uh, Verstappen fan or just Huge, no, huge. Well, Rebel fan was huge for stopping fan. I mean, obviously, I'm a Ferrari fan for obvious reasons, but yeah. like, I still do. <laughs> you just smell every dick. But I do feel like I feel like it's Hamilton's to lose. If, if I'm being asked, yeah. So our good mate dude asks us. Um, sorry, Dodgy has asked twice. What's the crack? What's crack like? Dodgy, <laughs> Dodgy's Connor's mate. Uh, my younger brother Connor. I know Connor. Is <laughs> is mate Dodgy ask what's the crack? Not a lot of fucking crack, obviously. Yeah. Post it here in Derby. That's it. Um, dude said, I love this question, by the way. Uh, what's the best rip you've ever been a part of? Fuck. Quite a few. Obviously, Cavos is up there, like. Yeah. In terms of that first night. Yeah. I mean, you're talking me and a certain friend. We ended up skinned up in. One friend got food poisoning. Mm-hmm. One friend walked two miles out of the city centre. And... Another friend in a, in a wheelchair with a dislocated decap. So I think that that's probably one of the modest. Apart from that, you're talking. We actually spoke about it earlier. We went to a house party in a friend's house where things just went off the rails. Yeah, you're yeah, talking. Uh-huh, yeah. Somebody talking about light bulbs, sound light bulbs. Oh yes, that one. Yeah, uh huh. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about, about this last night. The one yeah. name names because they want anybody no, uh-huh. fucking into shit because of it. But you're yeah. talking. That was probably another one. Like. Yeah. Um. Or sorry to interrupt you. Maybe the first one, like the first proper drinking session in one friend's house where a certain somebody sat on a yep, yep, on, yep, yep, on yep, 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 beer. yep. Um, I do recall that. <coughs> anyway, I wonder how. Um, two immediately sprung to mind for me, dude. It was when all the boys went to Liverpool two years ago, and then last Christmas, just before Christmas, when all the boys gathered in Belfast. And exchanged Secret Santa gifts with each other. And it was just wholesome. It was just great crack. We drank a lot. We had a lot of fun. And yeah, just just funny times. It, like it's the ones that whenever you open the Snapchat memories and you scroll back there and think, oh, flipping hell, what a what a night's crack. Just a wee comment on that. Literally, I did that today. So 
I ain't fucking invented on some fucking shortage here. You think I'm, it's my first time on a podcast? Um, Sound like you're on the radio. Podrick McGee. This Podrick. T- this day, five years ago, we actually went to. Sprague on the way as well. Congratulations. Oh, no, holy fuck. What a man. Like, Unbelievable. Fucking five noobs. Um, we went to see the UFC fight night in Belfast five years ago today. And I was actually situated in the same room as Conor McGregor. Uh huh. Which at the time was like meeting Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, if it could be one season all year round, what would you want it to be? Winter. I love the Dark Knights. See, I love the Dark Knights too. However, for other people's moods, because a lot of people are miserable in the winter, I love the winter. But for the pure sake of having genuine, genuine, genuine interactions with other people, I'd want it to be summer. Because other people will be better to talk to. Nowadays, people are just miserable. Okay, but tell me this, though, right? Listen. You see people in winter, they're miserable, it's cold, it's dark, it's rainy. But, in my opinion, in winter, you can put layers on. Oh, wait. I've always said this. Summer, I, would, I would rather be too cold like, than too warm. Especially last summer. Yeah. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Like, you can't pull your skin off, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. fuck. Um, you like swearing, do you? Um, I have a problem. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter for me Harry Potter never seen any of the Lord of the Rings I know what you're going to say I mean I was a massive fan of both going up but I mean right now talking Lord of the Rings yeah and you were going to say that anyway um, nerd I've, just, I've, I've never seen them so uh, I can't comment well, on them I mean to watch all, I wouldn't say anything about The Hobbit and any of that crack but the original three you're talking you need to set a good day aside maybe a weekend aside to watch the three Star, of them. Star Wars beats them all for me. Oh, my Star Wars, the coat, like, like, I still fucking collect Star Wars shit. I, yeah. I am the fucking, like, I am a closet nerd, like. You are a Jedi. But, as I said, like, I remember when the last Lord of the Rings one came out, I remember this, when Lurgan had a fucking cinema. Yes. Me and my dad went to see Return of the King in the cinema. We were the only two in Lurgan cinema for yeah. that thing. It was about nine hours long, probably. It was fucking three, three hours, three and a half hours. Right enough. It was that bad In every cinema They took a break Halfway through it That you can go get refreshments Holy god So my dad went out To get like 44 litres of vodka <laughs> The man could fucking drink it Like <laughs> I didn't mean what I was, I was That's real sick. cheeky sorry. No 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 That man could out drink me Yeah so That's could I something like So could I Could you fucking look at city um, But like looking back That's hurtful I'm like, And he'll continue Yeah so he went out To get like I don't really like to get it. Was it a drink or ice cream or something? And I asked the obviously fell on the door. When's it come back on? And the fast friend was like, "Oh, when you come back in." That's how, <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucking that's how badly Lurgan's economy was at that time. Yeah, that was really me and him watching. You're ta- the you're to control the screen. The screen. I don't know head. if that was because I was a fucking like, nerd. <laughs> or what age would you have been? Oh, you're talking fucking. You're on 2004, 2006. So about eight. We're in about to talk because I went to see Star Wars in the Darth Vader costume near that time. Yeah. Do you remember when you went in the Harry Potter costume oh, and, uh, and I got a prize? Yeah, you won. <laughs> Which Harry Potter was it? Um, Prisoner of Ask. The third one, yeah. I think. Madness. Yeah, I love that. That's, what's your favorite Harry Potter Harry Potter film? Uh, the fourth one. Don't tell me. I have to get this because so if I don't, Robert Pattinson. Right, so hang on. Actually, I need to go through this because if I don't get these, uh, I'll be killed. You'll be pissed off when you hear it. All right, uh, Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, 
Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, I know five is the Order of the Phoenix, six is the Half Blood Prince. The fuck is four? I was going to say Return of the Jedi. Tournament. Try what? What is it? It's the one Trey was remembered to so Goblet of the Fire. Goblet of Fire. Harry Potter. Yeah. But it's that one. So that's my favourite one. Yeah. Um, just because the fact that it seemed that's when it went more edgy. So I think that came oh, out uh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. That came out in 2008. So we're talking, oh, it was at a stage where everyone decided to have long hair. Yeah. I couldn't do it because I'm curly as fuck. But yeah. um, it's that stage like. I, th- I think it was Robert Pattinson's first major movie. Now, that kid's gone on to be fucking Batman, so fair play. Hey, do you remember the major movie we went to see? What one? The Twilight one. Oh, we walked out? So Is that when we walked out halfway through, not halfway so through at the end? I don't know which one it was. It was the last one. Me and Blake and three or four other friends went to see Twilight. The something of the something something. And um, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> um, there's this scene towards the end. Now I don't want to spoil it, even though it's about a million years old. But basically, uh, there's a big, massive fight scene, and at the very end of the fight scene, when you think a load of people have died, it cuts away to someone taking like their thumb or their finger off someone's head, and it turns out it was all fake, and he just it held it. That's what it was. He made it a vision on someone's head that if you do this, this is what what'll happen. And me being, you know, an angsty little uh, cool, you know, cool in front of the girls, like, oh, this really annoyed me. Um, once I found out that it was fake, I threw, not a tantrum, like, I was just like, fuck this, I'm out. You know, <laughs> I didn't come to see something fake. And well, obviously, it's fictional, the whole it's a thing. fucking film. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that just annoyed me so much that I got up and left the cinema. And um, I ended up sitting outside for, like, half an hour. And, and on, me, on, me being me fanboy decided to follow Michael outside. Yeah. You follow um, me? Yeah, because I'm a follower, not a fucking leader. Um... Captain. Captain. The Captain Morgan Roberts. Captain my Captain. Um Yeah, so that was that. I love I do love the Harry Potter I've seen all the Harry Potter films now. I've seen the first six Star Wars, that's all I'm gonna watch. Lord of the Rings I'm no, not no, gonna no. buy. Star Wars, do not watch any ones. It's not worth your time. So many people have actually said that to me like, recently. I mean the seventh one was good. Yeah. I'm not really in case you do watch it, but it, it was alright. Yeah, don't care. I mean it wasn't great. It was better than Attack of Clones. Mm-hmm. But that one was good. Um, the spin-offs are okay. Like you're talking, not so solo was shit. I didn't like it. What do you call? It's <coughs> oh, the Mandal- Mandalorian. Do you ever watch oh, it? Mate, Disney Plus Mandalorian. So if you've ever watched, um, like the Cartoon Network or anime versions, it links in. So if you watch Clone Wars, oh, I can't interrupt that. Yeah, oh, yeah, unbelievable. Like I'm not ruining it for you. All I would say is because of it, I ain't getting a Darth Maul tattoo. Oh, fair enough. But, um... Right, like, if, you if you don't yeah. watch any more of, like, if you don't watch 7, 8, or 9, I would say watch Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One's brilliant. It has not, it, basically, it doesn't have fuck all to do with the new ones. It's yeah. more or less how... It's in between, like... What one did fucking blow up the fucking Death Star the first time? Uh, new Hope? Yeah. No? So it's, it's in between... Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. Mandalorian is in between the same period. Right, okay. Mandalorian's brilliant. Um, you mentioned that your tattoos you're going to get a, a Darth Maul one. Um, now, I know there's no visual representation for the people listening to this, um, but as you roll up your sleeve and I can see what you've got here, um, do you care to... I know some of them are quite personal, but 
Some of them are quite comical as well. Would you care to talk us through your your tattoos? Oh, no, no problem. So obviously I've got obviously my old swimming club logo. <coughs> so Avi, as I said earlier, you used to swim. I was a very high level swimmer. So I thought you were going to say a heavy swimmer. Heavy I was swimmer. Like, it's, that's not like swimming. But <coughs> no, um, I swam for Lurgan Swimming Club. Yep. So I've got that logo on my wrist. Yep. I swam for Nor- uh, Northern Ireland on Ulster as well. Ulster. Yeah. So I've got um, 1998, because obviously, you know yourself, year I was born, same as you. Indeed. I've got a stick figure fighting because obviously the whole timeline of Conor McGregor, I think, played a massive part in all our, like me, especially yeah. my life, your life, all of our lives, because obviously... Oh, just with, like, the, it's the age war, whenever he sort yeah, of came so the prominence. He, he was yeah, exactly. I've got um, a storm cloud for getting through hard times, so as you said... Yeah. Control all delete and all my family members. Yep, total wipeout. Um, I've got. Never mind. I got this one before. It was the sort of go thing to go for. Yeah, it's a pocket watch with a rose. And obviously, when I got this, no one else had it. Then suddenly, I got it on by fucking forty people, <laughs> and like within three miles had it. So mm. it's a pocket watch and a rose. The, the time says the actual time I grounded it at. Yeah. Then I've got. Uh, quote an Irish on my arm, Conor quote. Got a Manchester United red devil, so the logo in the middle of the badge. Yeah, what? What does the quote say? So it's basically that Conor McGregor quote when he got his fucking ass whooped by Diaz, saying uh-huh. we can either run from adversity or face adversity head on a concrete. So obviously, yeah, it matches him with that to a storm cloud for depression. Mm-hmm. So getting through yeah, hard yeah. times. Yeah, I've got a Homer Simpson tattoo. Because I, uh, I just like The Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, every, I think everyone's watched Simpsons at some point. Like, it's it's a massive show. Um, fuck, what else have I got? I've got a gorilla. Sorry, two gorillas on my leg. Yes. Ten up my calf. And then I've got, obviously, a tricolor on my hip. Because I'm Irish as fuck. <coughs> yeah, with but the word. Yes, please do continue. With the word um, Borger. Uh-huh. B-O-R-G-E-R. Uh huh. Please, an explanation for our yeah, listeners. Anyone from Lurgan knows that if you fucking buy a burger, oh, I'm going for a burger. Yeah. But it's actually taken from a thing from the In Betweeners movie, the least scene. Right. So if you if you ever seen the film, no, the first one. Yeah. Have you ever seen the lead scenes? Um, yeah, I think I had the DVD. Right. It's the bit where fucking Will is absolutely fucking damn in the cafe. The night after, they go out and get fucking smashed. So right before the boat party? Yes. It's an, when Will's down with fucking pubes in his face. Uh, yeah. And he's all, can I have a poached egg? And the father brings it back, a scrambled. Yeah. And obviously, I think he, it's, he argues with him, and then all you hear in the background is some fella like, slapping the uh, bell and going, ding, burger. <laughs> that is why I have that quote in my head, because Ram McLaughlin... Before that holiday, we all watched In Betweeners because they went to Nosos. I think that's in Greece as well. They went there. To where? Uh, Nosos. So I, I don't know if it's Nosos. I don't know where the fuck it is. But they went somewhere, maybe Greece, somewhere else. But um, we went to Greece. In Between movie the night Wait, who, before. Who went there? The fucking TPM. Right, okay. Um, don't, don't want to fucking name them all. No, no. So. TPM went. The night before, we watched the Imitators movie. Right. But we, we were all massive Imitators fans growing up. You know yourself, you were a massive, massive yeah. fan as well. 
Nossos? I'm going to find this place I think in the it's Nossos. Um, I think... Ch- before I fucking start talking shit, Chatter. Is, is it Limnos? No? Uh, right, keep telling your story the there. Point, were they aware for the actual shooting of it? Wasn't Nossos? Oh, it was Spain. It went to Spain? Yeah. What's Spain? Right, so it was, it was supposed to be Malia that they pro- the portrayed. So where they called it home was Nossos, I think. We went there. Um, a lot of us kept saying like burger, and just kept quite. We had quoting that film in yeah. Greece. So you're talking, you shit on the floor, huh. you're fine. Yeah, we kept quoting it. I kept quoting burger that much that one of my friends basically told me to fuck up. <laughs> I know. I here, said, here, if I get, if here, I get the hot hood, know that film. I know that. I film. said, if I get the hot hood, can I keep saying it? So I went to a tattoo shop And basically said Look can I get a tricolour On the word burger <laughs> Now on the way down It was meant to go on my ass Uh huh Somehow it ended up my hip Yeah But I went back And I showed all my friends The tattoo Burger Burger Tricolour I mean at the time I had cornrows as well So it's the most like Yeah you did Why'd you do that for? I mean Practically I saved effort, but I mean, just being a dickhead, I said in like January when I had showed her, oh, lads, do I mean to do this? So I, I had this planned, you're talking six, seven months in advance. That's hilarious. That's f- fucking brilliant. Right, now that we've got that out of the way. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Pierre, it was just about that. How did we get on to that? I don't fucking know, man. Best rep, best rep ever. Dude? Yep. Sorry, dude. Um, right. So I mentioned this earlier. Um, this comes in from Sean McCarthy, who I'm assuming is still on the drink. Should all clan iron players retire? I mean, I mean, go on ahead. We did talk about this in the fucking chip shop about fucking three hours ago. Sold it by so I'm nearly four at this point. Anyway, um, no, go ahead. Coming through school, and I mentioned this earlier at the start of the pod. Coming through school. Coming through school. We all we heard about was CEB, the CEB, yeah, CEB twenty twenty project twenty twenty. You know, aiming for that Arma senior championship title in the year twenty twenty. Obviously, COVID sort of delayed process by one year, but they got there this year. This is the this is the top of the top of where them lads have been aiming for for a very long time. Um, I seen a class picture one of them uploaded there on Instagram the other day. It was a team photo from two thousand six, and highlighted the members of the team that are still there. Um, should just retire. <laughs> Here, I'm taking this question way too literally for what it was actually asked okay. for. You're fu- you're probably underpinning it in fucking quotations. Yeah, like no, I'm, I'm, giving it, I'm, giving it, I'm giving it a Harvard reference here and everything, lads. <laughs> stay on the rip, rip right through January. Go win your Ulster match, and uh, don't retire. Lace the boots up again and go do it again next year. Because why the fuck not? Go for it. No, I mean, in my opinion, I said to you in the chip shop, chip, yeah, chip shop earlier that even maybe a lot of the lads who maybe didn't make the team or were on the bench, yeah, maybe they should keep going. They're going to be hungry for it. Maybe they, yeah, exactly. Maybe you know, a few didn't come off the bench with a few minutes left. Um, maybe a lot of them didn't get on. Yeah, but set for them lads, you be try and keep going, see what you come in. But in my opinion, and based on past experience from me, yeah. 
a lot of the lads who won, obviously they've won McCrory, Hogan Cup. Yeah. Now they've won that. I would go, I would fucking ride in the sunset. Like, said to you, when I stopped playing soccer, yeah. I fucked off. That's right. Because, like, what else is there to win? Like, mm. what are the odds? I said, what are the odds? Like, I, I'm not a mo- Like, I only played Gaelic for maybe, what, two, three years? Like, what else can guys win? Apart from the All Ireland, they've achieved what they needed to achieve. Exactly. So, like, like you're a massive, like, you're a more Gaelic head than me. Yeah. Like, I've only recently started watching Gaelic. I'm trying to get Gaelic again. Yeah. Like, what are the odds of, like, say, like, if, say Conor Aaron, any Lurgan team going to that All Ireland final? Bloody hell. Like, bloody like, hell. You got shown this team. That was the fucking run of a lifetime. Yeah. Like, what's that's, the odds of that being repeated? That's why with the same guys. That's why it's such a big occasion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It so, doesn't happen all the time. I mean, Clanner and Wade, was it 58 years? Yeah. Aka Gallons, that was their first appearance ever. Yeah. The team that beat them, Craigan, I think it was like 57, something crazy since their last one. So, a senior it's a champ. Hard, hard. Apart sport. from maybe Cross McLean um, and one of the down teams who I can't really remember at this point. Senior championship titles don't come along often at all. I was say fucking Bosco there, but Bosco went fuck all. Bosco, it's the only fucking like down team I fucking oh, know. Bloody hell! I didn't know. I thought I thought you were talking about like the the old TV character. Anyway, I say clan our lads par on do it again. Black says hang the boots up. Um, I would say yeah, because you're not going to fucking you're. Odds of you tapping that is yeah. maybe 50, 105 yeah. to 1. <laughs> How did you calculate that? It's the first, <laughs> it's the first fucking number in my head. I mean, I said. <laughs> I mean, they're, not la- they're not laster, but fuck me. Like. Uh, put them at 5,000. Who cares? Right. Anyway, um, question here uh, Which big city derby would you most like to attend? Outside of the UK, fuck. I would say it's a toss up between El Clasico and I, I don't know what the name is of the Turkish Derby, but uh, Galatasaray right. in front of Bache. You know the. You oh, know I that. know. I know the implications of that. Uh, First of all, I'll I'll just I'll go back and say the El Clasico when Messi and Ronaldo played each other in the prime years. Yes, nowadays I feel like it just fell off the cliff. But, I mean. Right now, yes, but you're talking maybe two, three years from now, it might be massive because, like you know yourself, with Spanish football, there's maybe three teams who want to fucking run that league. Yeah. I mean, Valencia break in on occasion. Yeah, but you're talking really. Never mind the Spanish league. Spanish league. I I would go for Tottenham Derby. Yeah. Um, as you were alluding to there, my experience with that. So Blake and I went to holidays and went on holidays to Turkey in 2015. And in that time, obviously, we went to the wee shops and we bargained, whatever else. I bought a Galatasaray jersey, Blake bought a Fenerbahce one. And on this With one, one person in back. And on this one night, we went out for a walk down the promenade. And we hadn't left the hotel maybe 45 seconds. And someone stopped, stopped us and asked to take a photo of me. Now, he was a, he was a British Turk. He had a real British accent. And he says, listen... um." You know, like, oh, I, I'm from England. Uh, I know I know you aren't from Turkey. Do you mind asking where I'm from? We said Ireland. He was like, oh, 
basically the thing is when I see someone that's not from Turkey wearing the football jersey of a local club, I love to take their photo. Do you mind if I take your photo? And I agreed. I let him take a photo of me wearing a Galatasaray jersey. Didn't think nothing of it because he says he wanted to send it to his friends and show how big the game was. Took a walk down the... Pro- I don't know, you're laughing here. Anyway. No, sorry. Any money that I send out the fucking ISIS or anything like? What are you here? So... Took a, I'll give the rest of the story before going back to that. Um... Took a walk down the promenade. As you know, Blake, um, many people, uh, uh, more than one hand's worth of counting, you know, amount of people, either give us dirty looks, shouted something, said something, or, you know, basically three abuse. And, and what at the time we thought was us until we realised it was me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to say it or not, but obviously at no. the time we were in a fucking Fernabache area. Yeah, so basically at home for those listening... It's the equivalent of wearing a Celtic jersey in a Rangers area. Right, in Glasgow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's It, it was a very, very, very bad decision. I mean, even I bought a what? A Besiktas jersey? Yes. And I got away with it perfectly. Yeah. But it's the fact that you wore that Galatasaray jersey. I mean... So we got abuse hurled at us. People shouting at oh, us. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't paint this as we. Yeah, you no, no. Yes, I got the abuse, but I was like... Were you with me? Yes, I, I was, was with fine. you. I was with you and your family. I even fucking find a boss. Yeah, so there, yeah, so therefore, I felt bad in the sense of like, of like you know, at the time I didn't realize I'd done anything wrong. Didn't think I'd done anything wrong, but obviously, wearing that jersey in that area was close to a death sentence. Do you remember we were walking along the promenade and some man got up out of his seat in one of the restaurants and come walking towards me shouting, and one of his mates held him back, and I can only assume that in Turkish he said, listen, that young fella's clearly a tourist and hasn't a clue what's going on here. Don't murder him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. when I go back to the man that took my photo, he obviously wasn't taking it for, you know, his collection of, oh, I want to show my mates. He's taking it going, look at this stupid dickhead here. But in fairness, he seemed... Yeah, but he was with his mates and he was laughing no, and he was happy. Like, obviously, look, he was not... Maybe his family's from Turkey... Like he didn't live there. He he had a proper oh, yeah. English accent. Yeah. So he's, said, he's, he's a British Turk. Like he had a proper. We're in Derby, right? So yeah. I said Derby is like a fucking mixed community. Yeah, I would say he's from like sort of, maybe not roundabout, but he's from like this sort of area. Because obviously, look, he had a proper like Midlands accent. Yeah, but maybe he had family roots who were Turkish. Yeah, so he wasn't sent at home to be like, ah, oh, I want to show my mates, you know, how how well. You know our, our game and our team's travel. He was clearly taking the photo, going, "Look at this idiot wearing this Galatasaray jersey in this Fenerbahce area." Ha 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 ha. Well, I mean, in first Burma, however, I would agree. It probably would be a good derby to go to. Oh, a bit perfect. Um, Boca Juniors versus River Plate. I did not think of the. Fo- I was thinking more like fucking. What do you call it? The Bombonera? Yeah. Or that's the stadium, or is that the name of the derby? Uh, mate, now bear mind. If you had asked me that ten years ago, again. Remember the story of me fucking naming an ultimate team player before you even like yeah. announced who it was. But yeah, so obviously in my opinion right now, like me and Jack have the same opinion. Like you be South African like football, like in terms of like maybe what's the actual name of like it's like the South African sort of South African. It's like the American version of South American version, you mean? Or South African? It's like American version of Tommy's League. Cabadorius? I can't pronounce it. Let me. You know what? Let me Google this right now. 
so it's basically you know every year Super Cup player like yeah. so like when Champions League player whoever yeah like their yeah. version of it Libertadores oh yes 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 I, I, I do I'm of the strong opinion that maybe that level of football it may be higher than European football like me and Jake have always said like I, I do enjoy watching like Boca Juniors River Plate even like I mean MLS teams are shit but like you know that's sort of South South American League like they're very high standard players I what it's, I think it's Copa Libertadores it's exactly what it is but the finals next weekend yeah cause, see, they, Pal- they Palme- Palmeiras versus Flamingo yeah so they run on different timelines in European football so obviously their seasons are different oh I know yeah but it's just so weird that we match not and the finals literally next week but and it's it's neither Boca Juniors or River Plate so this day next week or next Saturday or Sunday or what uh, tomorrow week Saturday week will we watch that in the steaming yes fine that's it yeah. 8 o'clock at night which means probably it's, that's a 5 o'clock kickoff. did you know right weirdly Brazil only has a 3 hour time difference to us Man, I did hear that it's fucking weird isn't it because the well, is that because they follow because they speak Portuguese and because they're sort of technically under oh, Portuguese no, rule is that because of it like Portugal's on the same time as us are they yes bollocks yeah what time is it now? It's 25 to 10. So it's 25 to 10 in Portugal? Yes. Bollocks. How, how, how do you want me to prove this to you? I don't um, know. Right. That's that. Um, let me see if I have any <laughs> other questions here. I don't think that I do. Um, Maybe I'll run through them here so I can fucking I can go for a piss. Yeah, oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling of the same thing myself. Um you fight? No. No, that's it. I've asked them all. Listen, folks, uh, we've come to the end of this. I think this might be the longest episode of the McLove podcast ever. I'm um, so fucking sorry. Um, you're, you're good at talking shit. Is what it is, isn't it? Um, how have you enjoyed your first podcast experience? Uh, like, um, I was fucking shit myself at the start, but now that I'm half cut, yeah. grand, I mean, I look forward to making maybe one or two more appearances down the line, but... We'll, 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 see, we'll see how, how the people... Respond. Um, listen, folks. As I say, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is always a bit of crack. Um, there are no real topics, no real subjects to go on about. Um, and it's always great to have a guest on. Um, especially one that you've known for way too long. I mean, a million years. I mean, twenty years. Whatever it feels like at this point. Um, if you want to follow again, just one quick more mention of the socials at the McLove Podcast on Instagram at Michael Lavery. 98 on Twitter Michael Avery on Facebook I can't give out bless because he's a teacher you've I don't mean that I mean I just don't you did the teacher thing no I just don't do social media I know I know you don't Black doesn't have Black had Black had Twitter before anyone did and doesn't have it now and doesn't have Instagram I I have what Facebook and Snapchat that's it yeah I still listen um, this has been a hell of a lot of fun um Talk a lot of rubbish. We've got through a lot. You know, I mean, there's an R and forty three. Holy, yeah. Fuck. I was gonna, I was gonna wait after to tell you that, but that's an R and forty three minutes. But here, look, Massa, thank you for having me. Obviously, you know, I'm not the most um, consistent like speaker in the world. Listen, so look, we we'll live around the road from each other. We may as well. <laughs> and the amount subtitles, the, the fuck, <laughs> the amount of times in this podcast that we said, "Oh, I was sent to the all night. I was sent to the the all night." Yeah. It's- uh, I promise this wasn't scripted, folks, but um, as I play this outro here, I just want to give massive thanks to Blake and a massive thanks to everybody for listening, and I'll see you all in the next episode of the McLove Podcast. Cheers.
Cheers. Cheers.